best video game ever. Dude, I think you did. The beach whale. Mm. <laughs> oh. um, so I'm still thinking of the idea of peep show and yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never played Yakuza, but, but how would it play in first person and with a bunch of twats as the main characters? <laughs> it's like, really, Jess? The Yakuza. <laughs> the Yakuza. With the Yakuza. <laughs> I don't know, Mark. <laughs> well, maybe it wouldn't be that bad, right? I can't even do it. I can't hit that. I can't hit that lower octave or the accent at all, so I'm doing a really good job. Oh, dear. Maybe not. And then they'd find a way to make Dobby regret being around, and I'd just be sad. Because mm. Mark's a dick. Mind you, in that same episode where he invites her to his birthday party thing, but not, and it's like, oh, that episode is just hideous for everybody. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. Long, long, long. I'm going to put near in my topics this just because I didn't talk about it last week when I should have but at least this time I'd finished it so I can say okay I can talk about it as much as I could last week really because otherwise it'd be spoiling so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so we already recording can I just go hello and let's start <laughs> sure sure yeah there you go well hello <laughs> so, so, oh, well. <laughs> in that case you, you've been listening to grown men waffling. <laughs> I mean, they have. Yeah, yeah, and which is roughly translated as episode 192 of PlayStation Unchained, which apparently has the next goat simulator in the form of a beached whale. They didn't get that part. Now that's just going to be interesting to explain. Oh, no. oh that's bad. Oh. Man, <laughs> from the makers of Journey comes beached whale. <laughs> It'd just be called Beached, wouldn't it, or something like that. But... It would be awful, though, because you know people would have gameplay of them just rolling the whale <laughs> up the beach, making a sandball, and just get cackling the whole time like jerks. It's like, do, do you go against They really did that. It's called Katamari Damacy. That's why I said it. It'd be like a low-speed Katamari. <laughs> it's like and a low-moral your... version. So either you embrace the idea of trying to get back into the ocean or you just seek revenge on humankind for not pushing <laughs> you back in. Just roll over them. Bye, Felicia, every time. Every time. Like, I how never get times, sick of tying you. How many can you take out before... It'd be like, yeah, so one side it's like that. One side it's like Red Dead's end. Where you're just like, see how many of the, the fuckers you can take out before you die. Before you get the five stars and the, the SWAT team <laughs> comes in. Stars, yeah. <laughs> Man, this is really getting a mashup. This is going to be the greatest game of all time. Take that, GTA 5 sales. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talk about video games here. That's a known thing, and even real ones sometimes. Um, Wait, are, we, are we already recording? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this thing. I wasn't recording. We've, uh, we've committed. <laughs> so someone's recording that, yeah. that, that's half of what it matters i suppose uh ben you could always start the proper recording and then we can see which one's more entertaining because <laughs> tim was trying to turn it out but no i had to go okay that's why oh that's okay you know yeah. we're free flowing everything on my end is perfect and the beach is rolling yeah. up the beach oh excuse me the whale is 
The beach is rolling up the whale, I guess, is how I'm messing up. We yeah. have that light. It's over. Islands in the stream and all that. Right. Um, so, yeah, are, are we official now? Are we official official? Are we Facebook official? Oh, man, who'd want to be? That's like, why do you want to be official in the eyes of racists? <coughs> Hashtag. Well, I'd start recording, but I missed the first, like, whatever minute, so we'll just take Tim's. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> this fails now after all that. I swear to God, Ben. It better be recording properly. Oh, yeah, everything's feeding in, and I'm watching it. We're good. Good, good, good. good. This, this is a very meta podcast, I think. Our process yeah. is involved. It is inside <laughs> baseball, cricket, and all the things in between. Um, do you cool, play yeah. But do I play baseball? Like, yeah. I don't know. Not since school when we did what they call rounders, which is basically oh, so- that was basically softball. I think yeah. really well, softball is more fun, honestly. I don't know. I had more beer when I watched baseball. To be fair, so <laughs> that's just you enjoying the game. <laughs> Yeah, that that basically applies to any life situation. Yeah, it could have been better if there was beer. <laughs> could have been tolerable. It's like, yeah, but could you wait for the wake at least? You know, it would have been fair. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, let's say I liked Enya. <laughs> yeah, Enya would be better with beer because you, you'd get more emotional about it. You know, it makes sense. Hashtag. Don't hate on Enya, man. You did say Enya, not Enema, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why not both? Yeah, I mean, I mean that. Yeah. Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, pretty more comfortable. I have no people. idea what's happening anymore. I've been I lost. Don't I don't know if we're podcasting or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we definitely cast a line and we have no idea where it went. Yeah, it is definitely out there, far beyond the poor. You know what? We're, we're just like a beach well rolling down the, the, the beach. We are the perfect. Acronym? Yeah, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I think we've just literally crashed all these metaphors and analogies <laughs> and whatever you call them. <laughs> you know what else we crashed and broke? Yeah. Records. We got Record. more downloads last month than we did normally. What? Look at that. Ben, yeah. being all professional. Because Ben <laughs> has been nothing but professional this week, having <laughs> done a storming interview for Final Fantasy XIV. Look at yeah. that. Double professionalism. I know. Combo, <laughs> and we, we sunk it. And there we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Just another clump of sand in the rolling whale. Yeah, tune in next week when we'll have two more minutes of professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for professionalism. <laughs> Please look forward to it. Please be excited. It's, it's so regulated, we don't even know when it's happening. <laughs> gold okay okay yeah so i'm obviously your host um hard to tell sometimes i know but yes i am neil Walt, host of the host and i am joined of course by the ever-present ben chillover hall gary bagdazaro and tim new what's new 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 kids on the block (laughs) this is really evolving yeah, it's getting harder to figure things out on the fly because I always forget until the minute I'm saying it and I'm like, oh shit, I've got to think of something that isn't the one I did last week. Well, I mean, if you're just watching the fly, you're not going to get as many ideas as, say, like watching something else. The thing. Yeah, you can thing. watch the thing instead of the fly. 
Yeah, but you know that the thing is too much of a, a, a good metaphor. <laughs> yeah, too too much of a thing for modern day <laughs> life. Too much of a thing to fly, huh? Yeah. Well, like you know, in that, that everyone's mistrustful of each other because they could be like a carnivorous, multiplying alien. But you know, it's a good analogy for now, where anyone you talk to could be a Nazi or a sex offender. It seems so. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the news is going. So, yeah. to help ourselves deal with it, let's talk about video games. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's you know, I don't want to set video games on fire in the same way. As I want to, but I don't know. I've just played Bubsy recently. Well, <laughs> good point. <laughs> I, I am actually instantly regretting saying that because I've just realised half the things I'll have to talk about later with uh, what I've been playing, and they aren't all good. Oh man, <laughs> near better not be on that list, or I'm going to punch you. It's near the top. Of, of <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> well played. <laughs> um, let, let's start with the misery because you know misery the video game coming. industry is nothing if not a reflection of the misery of the wider world. I mean, the games are good, generally, but the industry stuff around it is less good. So, in this instance, we talk about a publisher and a studio. And the studio have made a good game last year, but guess what the bad thing about that was? Well, the company that was publishing it put it in between, oh, I don't know, Call of Duty and Battlefield 1. Oh, that sounds like the perfect time slot. Yeah, for a first-person shooter. Oh, yeah, perfect. A sequel to a first-person shooter that was only on a platform that barely anyone really played it on, and the community oh. died very quickly. Yeah. So EA, we were saying, I think, only a few weeks ago about uh, worried about Visceral and all that, and, of course, then Visceral went and died. And we said at the time that Respawn we could be worried about them and, like, have their situation one. But we pointed out, oh, but, you know, they're not owned by EA, so it's fine. They, they, they can still maintain the rights to what they've got and go do whatever they want. But then we found out why this rule got canned, because someone else came in with a bid for Respawn, and EA were like, oh, no, 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 no. First refusal, fuckers, we're on this. And this rule went, and they went and spent the money on Respawn. So, I'm good news. I'm still calling that Bioware will be the next to go. Yeah, well, or just already gone, effectively. I mean, they don't go straight away. They tend to go and get given things that they don't want to do, and then then they get canned, like Criteria. You know, they who made good stuff, and like Burnout, then made Need for Speed, because that's what EA wanted. Now they make bits of a Star Wars game. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so good news, I suppose, is that it looks like we're getting Titan for free. Uh, now it's depressing, though. Yeah. The, the, the bad news is EA own all that. So that if it all goes tits up... I don't know. Is that fair? I, the thing I could take away from that is Respawn you know, came from the ashes of another country. Right, let's do a little history lesson here, just because you know, there's, there's quite a fascinating history with this, with EA as well. Um, of course... Uh, Respawn back in the day, before they were Respawn, were part of EA. And they helped make the Medal of Honor series up until the point where you know, they were like, no, we don't want EA's control behavior, so we, we're going to go and do our own thing. So they went and worked with Activision, you know, moving up in the world and all that. And uh, yeah, they went and made Call of Duty. And look at that. That, that turned out pretty well for them. Oh, wow. Of course, then that went tits up. Because of the uh, 
you know, demands of what it meant and they couldn't really change and do what they wanted. So they went with Microsoft and EA together to make Titanfall as an exclusive. And of course, that was banking on the idea that Microsoft were going to be the, the market leader again this generation, which they weren't. And uh, oh my God. <laughs> so, what? yeah. What? <laughs> what, mate? <laughs> so, yeah, um, basically, all that happened, having been burned by EA, burned by Microsoft, burned by Activision, and burned by EA again, they still thought, yeah, you know what, let's let's sign up. I get that maybe they want to make their game, and yes, you can argue that, no, not every company that goes to EA goes under or whatever, but it's a high, high number that, the companies just stay there, but the people who made them what they are definitely leave. I mean, you had it for Visceral, you've had it for Maxis, you had it for Criterion. Criterion are in several different places at this point. You know, some of them are at Ghost Games, still working on Need for Speed stuff. Some of them are at Free Fields, doing stuff like Danger Zone, you know, living game to game at the minute. Danger Zone. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess, a bit of a worrying mess. I mean, people going, oh, everyone thinking they're you know, experts at this now, that they've got this great insight, sarcastic and all that, <laughs> because it's, it's, um, because of this. And it's like, well, no, it, in any normal case, you could say, yeah, maybe it's a bit knee-jerky to say, oh, they'll ruin them, they'll ruin them. But EA literally just closed a company that they had dwindled down to doing nothing, having meddled deeply in their games, to buy a new, another company who they shafted last year by putting it up against their own shooter. <laughs> it's just, you can see where the concern is in that. I mean, I think I've said enough without going to misery guts. Main thing to take away for me is it's horrible, but at least, at least we'll get a Titanfall game and at least maybe a Star Wars game. Though having said that, they'd be the third company to try now. <laughs> so it, it makes you worry slightly. Um, so let's go through the group. Um, Gary. Yo. I, I don't need to ask you, but for the, for the benefit of everyone at home, what are your feelings on this whole ship? Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, just leave it at that. that that'll do. It's, it's not a good feeling. Like, I absolutely despise when studios have to close. Like, it's especially before the holidays. It just makes me so angry because, like, you really can't wait to close them down until after the holidays. Let you know, the families have some happiness during that time. But that's not the case with when it comes to EA. Um, and it's sad to me. It really is. Because they Visceral didn't deserve that. Um, they made great games. And the only reason they failed is because EA started to tell them what games they need to make. Yeah, um, they got given a franchise that wasn't theirs to, and gave them an offshoot of it. Which is like the least popular thing. It was like when Treyarch used to get the other Call of Duty games. It was like no one wanted to know because it wasn't Infinity Ward doing it. Yeah, so it's like exactly. so no one no one gives a shit about Battlefield if it's not Dice doing it. You know, at the same time, and that's what happened for poor Visceral. Yep, and it's it's even happening with you know Microsoft and Halo. People cared when Bungie did it. They don't really care when Three Four Three Studios is making it. That's yep. been proven with sales easily. Um, but you know, I, I, I read this tweet and this tweet is probably the most accurate tweet 
when it comes to this situation, I think. And it's a five-step tweet, and it said, let Respawn make a great game. Don't promote it. Release it between Call of Duty and Battlefield 1. Maybe let them get into financial trouble and buy them. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> as accurate as it can get. Um, yeah. I mean, yes, there's probably extenuating circumstances around that. And as I... Vince Ampella is an interesting guy, you know, in, in terms of what he says. You know, this the head of Respawn. Uh, I think we said it yesterday in the chat. It's like the guy doesn't really have much of a filter in terms of what he says, and he was very blasé about Titanfall 3. It's like basically, yeah, we'll make it if EA want us to make it, sort of thing, which was already alarming. But uh, yeah, he's always seemed to suggest that you know, it's like no, that was their decision. It's like I don't get why it would be your decision to release between. You know, Call of Duty and Battlefront, Battlefield. Sorry, um, it on any given year, you, even though that year, you know, was very much a case of yeah, Call of Duty is weaker than it had been, but Call of Duty being weak is still worth uh, financially a lot more than most games. Yeah, and it's like you said, the history behind the whole thing. Like, here's a guy who worked for EA and left EA to go work for. Infinity Ward and Activision because he hated what they were doing to his yeah, franchise. I mean, literally, his COD was built to be a Medal of Honor killer, which it did. Yeah, uh, yeah easily. And then he started feeling the same way at Activision that he did it at EA. And what does he do? He goes back to EA. And now they're again in the same place. I'm assuming this is exactly what's going to happen is EA is just going to put their fingers into everything they do. And he can say, like, in whatever interviews he wants that he just released a statement ultimately we're still respawn and we're gonna make the games we want to make that is false i'm sorry that is a lie that's not gonna happen he knows it everybody else knows it he just doesn't want to admit it um and at this point i don't even believe he wanted to sell the company but he really didn't have a choice so and for almost half a billion dollars who's gonna say no to that i think um, to be honest, the core creative team without, if it does come to it, they'll leave, and because they'll have no, nothing to worry about on it. That front, it's like we've got money, you know, we're, we're well off. If we want to go and pursue something new, we can do that. All right. Yeah. And but, I, I, after time fall three, I don't see him. I see him retiring from. Or oh, yeah. I think they'll take. The, I, I honestly, they'll, they take on the other challenges, which is, of course their VR game, which they already had planned, and the Star Wars game they already had planned. I'll see them doing that. But yeah, beyond that, yeah, I'd say Zampella and that will probably be the ones that step down and go, yeah, we're, we're out. We're going to go and do something different and the company will exist, but it won't exist like it did. So that's usually has been you know, in the past where EA suddenly go, well, now the people that make the decisions are gone. We'll, we'll uh, make sure there's someone else who's a bit of a yes man or yes woman. To... Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. And there, there's more stuff that came out of this. Um, I, there's no proof of it. It's just people talking on message boards and Twitter and Facebook and stuff. But some people are saying that Respawn has already been working on a Star Wars game, and that Star Wars game was uh, years ahead. They specifically said years ahead of what Visceral Games was doing with their Star Wars game. And it was also one of the reasons they decided to shut down the Visceral game and go mm -hmm. with Respawn's version as well. Um so whatever type of game they're working on, I have no idea. 
Um, I don't see it being another first-person shooter because you already have that with Battlefront. I don't see why you need another one. But you I mean, know. as much as I don't like everything Infinity War has done, I can appreciate what you know, the things they've Star done. Star Wars yeah. MOBA. <clears throat> no, MOBAs are gone. and I wouldn't worry about them now. Battle Royale is the forefront. So it's Star, Star Wars, Wars Battle Royale. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, I think that <laughs> with Titanfall 2 especially, they proved that that they could do single player and multiplayer competently. And to me, I noticed that this week, having played like Cod World War Two, the first time I played Cod in a few years, how it's you know very much still the same, still very hard to get into if you're not the one playing it every year. You know, it's like it, you feel very much like an outsider. Titanfall two, especially they they you can see Zampella addressed one of the key problems with that Call of Duty setup, which is like how to make it easy to play and to be a part of the action even if you're not particularly you know, skilled at shooting people in the head while spinning around in circles there are there are other ways to contribute to the cause and it's like you know you can do this objective do that and like that and you can be rewarded just as simply like that so you know the guys are smart at what they do there and if given the right things and choosing the right platform to, to lead on this time. Um, I think, yeah, they, they could go well. I think it's not their fault that you know Microsoft screwed the pooch this generation. And I say the only thing they could probably be at fault of was deciding that now we're not going to do a single player in the first time before. Because, yeah, they needed it. And clearly, when you play the story of Titanfall 2, it's like, why didn't you? Seriously, because... You know, you, you know how to do it like it was whilst being modern. Well, it, it's weird to me also because, like, I don't think the deal to be exclusive to Microsoft with the first game, like, they didn't even know. I remember reading the reports, like, when it was announced, they were working on a PS4 version of the game. And then they're just like, what? It's exclusive? How did this happen? You know? So, was that an EA decision? Because if the developer of the game respawn doesn't even know that they're exclusive to one console. That's a publisher thing. Yeah, and like I said, it Zampella has pretty much put that across in some interviews where it does sound like he doesn't really care much about the decision making on that front. Which makes me definitely think that despite what he said in the past about, you know, the the whole thing with Titanfall two last year when it released, and like, I don't think he knew that that was the plan. I think he probably just might have given a rough guess and go, yeah, we'll, we'll go out then. And uh, yeah, I don't think he gives a shit to be honest about that sort of stuff. I mean, the, the only positive thing I see happening right now is Amy Henning, who was working with Visceral, is now free to leave and go back to Crystal Dynamics and make a new Legacy of Kane. So I want. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, good time to interject there, Tim. Well, what were your feelings on the old thing? Just give me Legacy of King. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rinse and repeat. EA has ruined its own thing. Like They had a good idea, for instance, with Dead Space, and over that, hit the shitter. Nah, I'm, I have zero faith in EA and the way that they handle their games. It's They might get one supplements of a game out of Titanfall franchise which is more than probably what'll come out of Survive 
<laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, it's worth saying that you know the difference with like regular publishers compared to say, you know, first party like Sony is that Sony can afford to do single player games a lot easier just because of where they're making the money elsewhere. I think that you, it is noticeable that, that that's Sony are the ones allowing for a lot of single player titles to come through this year you know, as our Nintendo, you know, it's because they can and they have the infrastructure. Whereas, you know, publishers are there to like, well, how can we make money on this game? How can we make money? And it is more, more business led, you know, it's like you haven't got the room for diversity, especially with American companies because it's run the American way and the American way for that is to make the money at the, any cost uh, it's uh, and yeah it, it shows like that which is a sad realization but... usually at the cost of individuality yay mm. yeah so, so yeah i mean even though you do see some of this stuff in you know single player sony stuff and that, it, it's yeah the whole microtransactions loot box etc etc you have to know exactly what companies they've come from they are the ones that are Categorically, the successful ones. Well, the thing is, Sony doesn't really have to try too hard to no. bring in exclusive games because most of the exclusive games come from Japan, mm. and Microsoft is a gutter trash in, in Japan. They don't care about it at all, so they don't really have to go after exclusive deals with them out there because yeah. they're already doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, the only threat I would say to Sony this time around is the fact that you know nintendo have got their act together a bit and uh they might have a dip in that market a bit more but still plenty to go around i'd say that you know? yeah. yeah good resurgence so uh, that's probably a topic for another week but there's a good resurgence of you know japanese games this year especially single player japanese games when you think about it. you just look at the top of open critic metacritic it's uh Interesting to see, you know, Nintendo, Nintendo, Sony, you know, Japan, and uh, oh yeah, even on PC, the the top PC game is an RPG, an old school RPG in Divinity Original Sin 2, and then you have stuff like Near and Horizon and What Remains of Edith Finch and Neo and yeah, it's yeah, there's stuff there. <laughs> so yeah, it's that's good. Anyway, um, anything else to say, Tim? Or should we move on to our good boy Ben? Good boy, Ben. Go on, good boy, Ben. <laughs> no, there's something really I need to say here. EA is EA. It'll do EA things. Please enjoy your loot boxes in Titan free to play mechanics. Yeah, you know what? While we're, um, I mean, no, I know we talk about what games we played later, but it, it feels relevant now because it's an EA game and I reviewed it this week. Um, oh, The Sims. No, Need for Speed oh. Payback. <laughs> I wish. I almost wish it was The Sims. Um, Need for Speed Payback, it very much feels like the epitome of that problem, where you can tell that what the developer was going for with their game, and you can see exactly why it's been screwed over by you know, business decisions, for better or worse. Wow, we've got fireworks galore going on out here. It's only a week after Bonfire Night, guys. You know, it's uh... There's a Bonfire Night? Yeah, Guy Fawkes wanting to blow up Parliament. <gasps> that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what we do is to celebrate the guy that tried to blow up our parliament, we set off fireworks. And let the Queen have backhanders to island, offshore islands. So. <laughs> and then we set fire to, like, effigies as well. 
thought we were messed up. No, we're all messed up because we all come from the same breed and stuff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I'll quickly iterate on this in a minute. But um, yeah, you can tell, for instance, that Need to Be Payback has a Fast and the Furious inspired story because EA think that will sell. And yeah, on paper, great, that will sell. Are you going to hand it to people who know how to write a Fast and the Furious star story? Uh, and clearly, no, was the answer there, because it, like they decided to get anyone in to do the roles. It's bland as all hell. I mean, the white man Generico that's in the lead, as usual, the, as ever. And yeah, he is just, honestly, he's the biggest non entity lead character ever he doesn't have any passion for what he's saying he doesn't he doesn't even when he's angry he doesn't sound angry he just seems to just say the lines and it's pitiful absolutely pitiful the game that's there is just drowned in front end stuff of low oh, there's there's this stuff this this mechanic you've got to know oh, there's these loot cards you can get and it's like okay okay when are you going to tell me why i've got loot cards in here for, for no good reason um yeah, and basically it's a racing game, open world, as others have been in recent times, but it feels a million miles away from even, say, Burnout Paradise in terms of what it is, because it's just so stop, start, stop, start, start, and grindy as hell, you know, to the point where early on you're faced with, like, missions and stuff, like, I'll do this race, but you've got to be a good level to compete in that race, really, otherwise you're just going to get trounced if you so much as graze a corner guess what what else can you do while you're not doing that say in, this was a few years ago and it was a uh, burnout paradise oh these races are a bit hard for now oh I'll go and take part in this activity or this activity but in here it's like you could do the races but we're not ready to show you anything else yet so can you just please do the races and if you don't want to do that well you could just drive around aimlessly for a bit and it's like and yeah, that, that basically is what the early time is. <clears throat> and you start to see where yeah, loot boxes, microtransactions come into it, because, of course, those loot cards I mentioned earlier have ways of boosting your car's stats, which make you more in line with the races. And, yeah, so while the racing in it is fairly decent, and it, it's nice, and there's some good ideas somewhere in there, there are so many bad ideas that it just drowns out any good you know, in it. It's just unpleasant. It's something that could just, if they just left it a straightforward thing, fuck the story off, fuck the stupid RPG systems off, and just had it very much like the old Need for Speed games, <clears throat> then yes, it would have been fine. And this is where, you know, you can argue for microtransactions and loot boxes because, yes, they are a necessity for many companies. I understand that. And many companies get away with it because they make sure the game is fun when it starts and that they're there as an extra should you want to. Perfectly understandable. But when a game is you know, hobbled, for a better term, for want of a better term, to be like this, where it's like, well, I'm having a really unpleasant time, but if I spend some money... Maybe it won't be so unpleasant. Call of Duty World War Two also very guilty of this. I've noticed already in the multiplayer, very much. You know, I think it's only been revealed this week about the the uh, tactics again, 
that uh, Activision have used there. And, uh, so yeah, it's more of why EA are a bit wanky, to say the least. <laughs> wanky. Wanky, to say the least, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so yeah, we talked all about that. Gary, you wanted to talk about Injustice 2's DLC. Ooh, Did I? Oh, that cool. was a perfect sound effect <laughs> yeah. for how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah, um, Fighter Pack 3 just got announced. Um, some people very happy, others not so much. Um, you're getting Adam, who was kind of announced two months ago, so not really a big thing. Enchantress, which is kind of surprising. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited for that one. And the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not one of them, but all four of them as one character. Don't know how that's going to work, but okay. Um, very mixed feelings about it, uh, especially with all the teases that Ed Boon has done himself, whether they were a misdirection or something that fell through. Uh, that they couldn't finally finalize, I should say. So they went with something else, but I doubt it because I'm sure all these characters were finalized probably around the time the game was released. Um, oh, yeah. But... I think it'd be very much like, um, I suppose in this sense, Capcom were a bit more candid about it, but I would imagine the plan is for a lot of characters over the time. And it's a case of, well, we'll just do some ones that people want here. Then we'll add a few surprises and less popular ones there and then later on they can say oh well here's this character it's to keep the gravy train going if you give everyone what they want at once they'll be like oh okay got that i don't give a shit about the rest of them it's like yeah it's a balance this is the first time i've bought an ultimate edition of anything and i bought it for injustice 2 hoping that i would get awesome characters as dlc and i've gotten outside of black manta uh as a dlc as a dc comics character Nobody else really matters whatsoever. Um, yeah, I mean, it made sense more with like Mortal Kombat that they could, you know, just do odd things because it's Mortal Kombat. It's like if stuff comes, it's already ridiculous and silly in its own way. So mm-hmm. it, it's no different than if you have Alien and Predator in it, you know, <laughs> and Leatherface. Yeah. So um, yeah, understandable. Just, but yeah. not only do we get one Mortal Kombat character as a DLC, but we got two. Which infuriated me beyond belief. Yeah, especially I, as you did, that didn't happen the other way around, which is, you know, it's like you don't have it with, you know, Batman doesn't show up in Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> it's like, so. Exactly. It's like you have an infinite number, literally an infinite number of DC Comics characters you can use. But no, you take the cheap route and use assets from your last game to create new characters. Um, very disappointed there. I mean, but, I think. Yeah, halfway through the story of, like, of Injustice 2, I, there was a point where I thought they were going to introduce Scorpion. <laughs> and it just, like, I think it was around the, Sh- the Shazam section. And just when they went through that portal, and I was like, this looks weirdly more combat esque. It's like, are they really going to do it? It's like, and at least then it would have made sense, you know, that to have more combat characters in it. Yeah. Like, I think what really bothered me about it is the, the surveys and the polls they took. I mean, they did it twice. The first one was, which DLC characters you want to see in the game from DC Comics? And the ones that people voted, the top five, didn't even show up in the game. Why would you have a poll if you're not even going to use the characters that people voted for? 
The yeah. second one was which guest characters you want. And Spawn was number one by over, I think, 60% of the votes. And Ed Boon constantly kept teasing Spawn on his Twitter that Spawn was going to come. And instead, we got Hellboy, which is fine. He was, I think, rated like sixth or seven most wanted guest character. And the Ninja Turtles, which weren't even in the poll. <laughs> what the hell is that? Like, what is the point of doing these polls and asking fans what they want if you're not going to deliver on it in any way? Not even as a costume or an alternate outfit for a character or an armor that looks like the character. I mean, God, Rorschach from Watchmen was teased as well. And he was, I think, like number two as a guest character to appear. <coughs> Vegeta Blue. <laughs> Vegeta Blue. <laughs> Like, I just don't, it's so infuriating to me that they do so many things that are so pointless. Like, I can understand why Spawn is not in the game, because Todd McFarlane is a tight ass who wants every single piece of control of that character. And I can see why probably they didn't want to deal with him for very long. Or anyone wants to deal with him, to be honest with you. <laughs> Exactly. We haven't had a spawn thing outside of comics since Spawn Armageddon on PS2, I believe. Which I think came out after um, Soul Calibur 2. Yep. Mm. So I could see why Spawn is not in the game because it's really hard to work with Todd McFarlane. I mean, he won't let anybody make a movie unless he's directing it. And he's finally got that. He's directing his own Spawn movie. From my experience, comic book Writers are not very good directors. <laughs> it's, no. Yeah, it's happened with plenty of plenty of them already. Um, but yeah, it's just okay. You don't have Spawn, but there's Rorschach. There's so many other characters you can choose. Ninja Turtles. Like, I'm really confused at how it's gonna work because they all fight very differently. They all use different weapons. Like, are they just gonna swap in randomly? Are they gonna be different character skins? Which will be pointless because they're all fight the same. Yeah, but then you'd have the argument if you just have one of them saying, "Oh, well, why didn't you have this one or this one or this one?" It's like, should just exactly. had April and Neil. There you go. It solved everything. <laughs> oh, split. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you may as well just throw. In, like to me, the Ninja Turtles are like their Shang Tsung character, or oh, I can be multiple characters. Or you could have just used Clayface and he could have been your Shang Tsung yeah. character instantly. Yeah, like, that'd be a good deal. excuse. <laughs> and I, I talked about it before the podcast, but I just feel they went with the two easiest choices to acquire for them. Yeah, which, you know, maybe means that that's because the other choices are hard enough that they need more negotiation to get sorted. So, it, it, as I said before, it maybe it's not that they're not coming. I think it's just a case of they're prioritizing what they can do now, and then just leaving you know, breadcrumb trail for later, so that people will still be excited, and then they can when all the initial DLC is out of the way, they can go, oh, well, you know, we people wanted this so much, we've got some more coming. It's... I hope so, because that's what they did with Mortal Kombat. Once yeah. the DLC was done, they announced the second DLC pack, which yeah. was even better than the first one. Yeah, and Street Fighter did the same. So it's, yeah, would make sense. And we'll, being Warner Brothers, I can't see them not. You know, they, they, they do love a bit of DLC. Yeah, and like before that, 
before they finally announced the characters, like some of the worst rumors of characters coming around. So there was like a huge rumor that uh, the dude from Shadow of War was going to be as a guest character, uh, <laughs> the main character. And I was like, no, never. Don't even think about it. Captain, you, you, you mean the loot box? <laughs> no, I was talking about Shelba, the spider. Shell up the loot box. Yeah. I mean, Constantine was constantly teased by Ed Boon. And well, not a sign of him. Like, they even teased him in the freaking trailer with the cigarette. And apparently it's supposed to be Hellboy. Like, they can't even get Hellboy right. Hellboy doesn't smoke cigarettes. He smokes cigars. Get it right. You're going to do it. But the movie... He smokes cigars. He doesn't smoke cigarettes. You know what happened there. The, the, the movie, though. What about the movie? The, Keanu, the Keanu Reeves movie. He smokes cigarettes. Constantine. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you said he smokes cigars. Not cigarettes. No, he does. smokes cigars. Yeah, he does. Oh, I got yeah, no. In, in the trailer, there's a cigarette burning. And... No character in those games or in that universe smokes at all. I don't even know why there's a cigarette, except for Constantine. Maybe it's just saying it's that like no one's smoking giveaway. him. It was the biggest giveaway that they're going to show Constantine in the third pack, but no. You know it would be the, the, the Keanu Reeves Constantine too, don't you? That would be I'll okay. That. Yeah. I like Keanu Constantine. I like Keanu Reeves in anything. Oh, yeah, but like you, you think of the fan base. The fan base would go mental. That's, that's, oh, yeah. That's fine. I mean, they probably are justified in it, but if it's Keanu Reeves' face, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining. I'm just looking at, like we were saying before the podcast about, you know, some of the crossovers that DC have been doing with their characters recently, especially with uh, other Warner Brothers, Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters especially. Um, <laughs> it would be interesting to see if we get that, that grim, dark version of Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> that faced with that, you know, I would totally go with the Looney Tunes fighting one. Yeah, those oh, realistic man. Looney Tunes from the Elmer Fudd Batman card comic would just be hilarious. <laughs> just, just to see people lose their shit. Uh, yeah, that, that's my rant on it. I, cool. I, I'm okay with the Ninja Turtles, but don't lowball people by teasing one thing having polls for one thing, and then throwing characters in that nobody voted for or wanted. Voldemort guaranteed next. <laughs> <laughs> That's it yeah. now. Now, now they're canning dimensions. They were like, oh, well, where else can we fit all our franchises into one game? And it's like, oh, there you go. <laughs> Injustice. We'll just get we'll get the Wicked Witch of the West fighting off against Noob <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. At this point, all I want is for them to do a Marvel DC fighting game, and I'll yeah. be happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marvel's already letting them make freaking Lego games from a studio owned by Warner Brothers, so I don't see how this is far off. <laughs> oh, man. It's like Lightning McQueen <laughs> driving in versus the Batmobile. I mean, it won't be hard. I mean, you pretty much make one character and then copy-paste them for the other team because they all have the equivalent of the same character. Yeah. All their comics. So <laughs> won't be too hard. God, Warner Brothers versus Disney. That'd be interesting. Never going to happen. If I didn't get it in Lego Dimensions, I'm not going to get it here. <laughs> it's like their only shot with Lego Dimensions. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Yeah, like I said, I just I can imagine them just shoehorning in a few more. I mean, they're trying to bring Harry Potter back in a big way, so the Voldemort thing's probably not far off. <laughs> oh, Harry Potter in the Injustice, that'd be amazing. Yeah, so I said Voldemort would probably be better for the old Grim Darkness. So no, just... just have Harry Potter as well. Might as well. Have both. Oh, Friends. Get the cast of Friends in. Yes! <laughs> can get Ross Geller up against. Oh my god. <laughs> that dumb Ross Geller that came after season five when he became stupid. That was yeah. the best. <laughs> and it's, it's like Fatality would be like, we're on a break! And then the enemy just breaks in half. Sorry, That's get, the super. <laughs> get King Kong in there. <laughs> yeah. Get Humphrey Bogart in there from Casablanca. Yes. Oh, man. Wait, we're, just, what, what, we're just looking up Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah, that's the same. Why not? It's like, fucking, why not? Pennywise the Clown. He's technically, he was, that film was made by Warner. So. That might actually be cool as shit. Yeah. That is going to be the next Mortal Kombat game. Oh my For God. sure. That's like a 100% guarantee. I'll tell you what would truly be frightening, just given you know, revelations about the man in recent years. What about Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka? There you go. Yeah, there's no way anymore that they could have anything Johnny Depp without wine involved. Scooby Doo! Fuck it, we're talking Keanu. They could have Neo in it. That'd be, I mean, I'll take. Hey, I will take a Matrix fighting game right now. I think oh my be god. Don't oh. Batman doesn't like jazz music, so they did a movie in 1920 called The Jazz Singer. The Batman versus the Jazz. Just think of the finisher. Like, the, the enemy charges him, and he just stops him with his hand. And then shoves him back and jumps inside him and blows him up. Billion dollar baby. <laughs> Who would you take from um, Lord of the Rings, though? That's the question. Being a big one. Oh, Ringwraith, dude. Ringwraith for sure. What about Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo. What about him? No. Scrappy-Doo. Dude, good old <laughs> Sam. No. Right. I've got the best one. Right. Space Jam. <gasps> oh, Michael God. Jordan! <laughs> no, no, no. Bill Murray. No, I want. Uh, well, I can't remember. I never remember his name, but the guy who played. Um, um, oh my God, the fat guy. I want him. Mostly because. Of the, yeah, like because like one of my favorite lines in that movie is when. What I can't remember his name, but he was uh, Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. And oh, like, yeah. my favorite line in that whole movie is when he's like going up at the end of the movie, you know, trying to promote himself to be a basketball player. He says, "I may not be very tall, but." I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> and it kills me every time. I love how when I put the fat guy space jam, it actually comes with Facebooks and stuff like that. I like the fat guy. Who is it? I mean, you could have Mad Max. You know? That's actually quite a sensible one when you look about it. But That's actually probably more of a Mortal Kombat thing, thinking about it. But yeah. Oh, Wayne Knight. Yep. Wayne Knight, yeah, that's it. Hello, Newman sort of thing, Seinfeld. Oh man, yeah. I mean, we could literally go all day with things. I think we did this with Warner Brothers before when we were talking about dimensions, and yeah, sadly we never did get the Lego, Lego Dimensions Friends or the Maltese Falcon. So, you know, I, I'll be honest. I can easily see like their next game being like a monster fighting game. Yeah, I mean, why not just take the Mortal Kombat idea but have it with yeah? Humphrey. They already have what six characters from there. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is that they'll have they might have six characters from there, but they'll probably put three characters from there and then guest characters from Mortal Kombat. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> like you can you can add Hellraiser or Pinhead, you can add Michael Myers, 
and now you can add Pennywise easily. There's your whole, whole roster of fighters. To make it even more scary, you could add Pennywise's evil brother, Nickelback. <laughs> Unless, of course, Disney buys 20th Century Fox, and then we won't get anything Aliens or Predator and anything ever again. Except Star Wars, you might get that. <laughs> or a PG-13 version of Aliens, as okay. long as Ron Howard doesn't do it. You or not Ron Howard. Now that you said Ridley something, Scott. now that you said something, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. As long as they take the franchise away from Ridley Scott, I'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, I, anyone at this point. Even EA? They can throw loot boxes in the middle of the theater if they want to. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, I just realized I just realized that there was a comic book about Godzilla versus the Justice League. Maybe we can have Godzilla in it. I think that might be epic. <laughs> Don't um, Warner Brothers have an affiliation with HBO as well? I just realized that. Oh my god, so, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is uh, Westworld even. It's, oh yeah, uh, Carl Drogo, baby. American Gods. It was one season. Oh man, Aquaman Carl Drogo versus Carl Drogo. There you go. <laughs> he just voices both characters. You could have a zombie you know, at the cast of that. Even the Flash. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Christ. Yeah, it's just so much. So, so much. I don't know if they go too far with Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones, though, because they hang Dong in there. Oh, well, why not? You know, if it's a Mortal Kombat-esque game, do whatever you want. You could have I guess Cal it is Drogo. rated M, isn't it? Yeah, you could have Cal Drogo just smacking the shit out of young Sheldon, for instance. Oh, man. I didn't even go into the an more of the animated characters. Animaniacs could be it. Oh, I would pay money to have that. That took DLC. an awkward turn after the last conversation, and I'm really worried about you. <laughs> You're worried I about would me. pay so much money for Animaniacs DLC. <laughs> I really don't know how that works, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's Animaniacs, so it wins. Bye-bye, childhood. Yes, the last of it's gone. <laughs> uh, dear. I just, God, man, I just had a quick browse through, like, Warner Brothers TV slate for the last few years, and it's like um, most of them are remakes of TV of movies made into TV shows. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think we've probably drained this one uh, a bit now. I'm sure one day... We'll get a fighting game with the cast of One Tree Hill versus Two and a Half Men. Oh my god, that'd be so awful. Much like Alien versus Predator, whoever wins, we all lose. <laughs> Except it's not cool. Yeah, well, no, neither were they, to be fair, when that happened. So. Um, right, let's move on to the usual business. Um, score predictions. Dun, 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 dun. Last week, we went for Sonic. Forces. It's not Heroes, I but... Sorry, it's in my song? No, that, that was the theme song to Sonic Heroes. Which, which is... was an average that... game. Yeah, and though the, the band that does all the songs has done them again for Forces. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, can I say that's one thing I missed uh, your review, that the music is amazing. I did write that it was amazing in a cheesy, horrible way, but yeah, it yeah. is It is good, and it's good. awful. I mean, it's not great, but it's just... Oh, the, co the custom character music seems to be really good. I think there's like, I'll get into it in a minute because we're talking about it anyway. But um, anyway, so yeah, it, on PlayStation 4, after a, a rocky start, it went up to a heady height of 59, which I think is a bit unfair, to be honest. But um, yeah, so. Really no, it's very unfair. 
<laughs> ben, you said 40. So I was close. You were close, but not close enough. Tim, you went with the nice number of 69. You <laughs> were 10 points out, sadly. But um, Gary, you went with 52. You were seven points off. So guess what, bitches? It's me again. 62, I said. So three wow. points out. Surprise, Another... surprise. The guy oh. who... The Sonic fan. The Sonic fan guessed right. There you go. Or he single handedly took it from a 55 to a 59. By giving it a 6 out of 10, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw it. So just to clarify Mike, two and a half, Alfonso, three, Tim and Ben on five, Gary, 14, myself, 19, and a half. We need to have one for this week, though, don't we? So. I was going to say The Sims, but it's already had like five reviews, which is odd. Uh, I think there's out. only one, one to go with on this, man. Is that there? One. Yeah. Well, you say one. Ellie Noir is coming out again, but on Farming Simulator. So. Oh, Farming Simulator! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to review it. Oh, I, I, who's reviewing that? I want to review it. All right. We'll get into that kind of business after the podcast. Yes! <laughs> it's, it's already okay. too inside base. going to have the only score for that game. <laughs> and win. it'll be a 10 <laughs> uh, so yeah um, <laughs> we'll do Battlefront I suppose in the spirit of slagging EA off let's uh, go to an EA game for this week and uh, say the Battlefront um, so yeah I will start then I'll be fair as I, as I, as I uh, won the last one I will say Battlefront 2 will get 80 um, Gary, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Tim. Battlefront. Huh? Mm-hmm. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. We are. Cautiously unoptimistic, it seems. Um, ben. See, this week, because it's Battlefront, I'm going to drop the random org and I'm going to go with a loot crate. I'm going to purchase a score. One second. <laughs> and the loot crate says an overpowered 88. Overpowered Pay 88. Pay to, to review scores. Pay to review scores. So there you go, Battlefront 2. Um, just to recap those scores for you, Tim 75, Gary 77, me at 80, and Ben on 88. Sorry, I went between me and my name there, which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which made it sound very odd. Um, cool. <laughs> so let's talk about what we've been playing. I know we've done a bit of that uh, with the Need for Speed stuff, and just briefly, we were talking about Sonic Forces. So I'm going to go first, guys, just in the sense of I've got so much to talk about. And you will be able to join in. And just if, if you want to ask any questions, by all means, guys, go ahead. Because otherwise I just feel like I'm talking to the void for 20 minutes. Is Sonic Forces uh, worth playing? Yep. Yeah, Sonic Forces. That, that's the first up. Now, okay. Should I buy it? Um, no. Probably not. But <laughs> so, so then why, how is it worth playing? Come on. It's worth playing in the sense of it could have been so much worse. So if I, I were that guy that, say, asked for it for Christmas or 
gun. <laughs> somewhere else for free. No. <laughs> Basically, wait for price drop. The well, price it's already drop. cheap. Fair, but um, 40, how, how 40, cheap is it? Forty squids, right? Yeah, something like that. It's thirty here, that, thirty pounds here. So I say wait for a price drop. Yeah, I would say wait for a price drop, but it's I not say avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Even with the price drop cost. I would. I at this point, it's like a aliens colonial marine situation for me. So let me get into <laughs> it. Oh come on, no, because that no, game no was awful. Anyway. Did no point at anyone at Sega turn around and go, you know what? This is going to be like 10 times better than Sonic Mania. It's going to be the best Sonic experience you've ever had in your life. Look, we're going to show you this completely CGI trailer and pretending this is exactly what the game is. It's like, no, they didn't do that this time. So they, they were quite open about showing levels from the game. They, you know, I know Sega had their problems with games like that before, and it, but no, not that. Not this one. Um, if anything, it over-delivers just by virtue of its awfulness because, like I said before, its story is so awful that it's brilliant. It's just... It's utterly sincere in the way it's delivered. It's like, you can tell that. It's like, everyone involved really cares, but apart from the voice actors, probably, I think. But um, that's neither here. It, I think they've pretty much got the cast of Sonic Boom back, you know, the, the TV show, which is actually good. Um, and yeah they just deliver everything <laughs> in such a way um, I think one of the early lines where spoilers Sonic gets captured um, <laughs> they refer to him being tortured as a prisoner of war and it's just like <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> it's just like being tortured as a prisoner of war but they never show anything of Sonic being tortured as a prisoner of war. So it, it's, it is strange that they even mention. There's a lot of stuff like that where they mention this sort of darker tone to the game. And yet none of it ever materializes. It, Infinite, the uh, main villain, is just like he makes Shadow the Hedgehog look like the edgiest motherfucker going. It's just so designed by committee, if you know what I mean, in terms of being a big, big bad. He's overpowered. And it is kind of nice that he's got like a, a tie-in power that seems to tie in with Sonic Mania's like time shifting, you know, and, and how it alters reality. So that was nice in that sense. But beyond that, I don't know. It's you don't have control a lot of the time, which is you know often a problem with the 3D Sonic games. There's just a lot of running, move to the left, move to the right, cha cha slide, <laughs> and it just goes from there. Really, you don't end up doing much more. And the 2D sections come along. They've brought back classic Sonic as they had in Generations for a bit. A bit they're weak sections, to be honest. There's a very lovely recreation of like the first Green Hill Zone in 3D, and it looks nice and everything. But it's just the platforming is toss in those sections. Worse when you're playing as your your persona, as we call it, um, because they're just not designed for it at all it's like the 3d characters are not designed for the 2d bits but so whenever you get those they just skid off everything and they're just it's yeah bad um but whereas in previous sonic games that would mean you would end up with lots of frustration and wanting to bite your own arms off so you never have to play a game again this one is you know yeah, yeah everything's quite brief by its own standards and you can get past obstacles after a few tries at least. It's like, I mean, let's put it this way. I had more trouble with a, a boss 
a few days ago than my son did today. Which <laughs> that says, but he's six, and the student has become to... the master. Yeah, well, he had the benefit of me behind him saying, "Do this, do that," but still, yeah, it, it's. I say that's probably it, though. It is a game definitely aimed at a younger audience in one way, in terms of how it plays, because it's very much about the spectacle. It looks really nice as well, which is a first for a Sonic game that isn't a 2D one. And, yeah, that's great. But on the other side of it, it's very fan service There's lots of little nods and you know, little uh, asides that only people who are playing the old Sega games of back of the day would really get and yeah just like I said it's delivered with such sincerity and absurdity that it's just enjoyable it, it's a, it is a takeaway hamburger of a, a game it is it's alright in the moment and you kind of enjoy it but yeah you, you know it's going to play havoc with your guts later <laughs> There's something pleasing with that metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Simile, excuse me, use like, JK. Grammar lesson. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Sonic Forces. Not the worst game I reviewed this week, which is, going into it, I thought that would be, quite clearly. No, that, that honor definitely falls to, uh, as I said, Need for Speed Payback, which was just... <sighs> I can't even call it awful, as I said. It is just more of a case of, there's a good game there, but you've been drowned in bullshit. And it's business bullshit that you know that most of it could have been taken out and you'd have had a rather pleasant game. But yeah, not as good as it could be. I just, the fact that they have someone with a Cockney accent in there who just, none of it, there's none of the mannerisms or the way it should sound and it's really, really irritating. And just, and whilst, you know, we're all for diversity in casting, it's just like the most on-the-nose EA casting couch ever because they've just got like ticked off every box for the cast it's like it's like we've got a lady driver we've we've got an english driver who is also black we've also got this white generic man up front in the middle to completely invalidate all of that and nobody's got any personality into it it's just all yuck yuck bland and the first time anyone has anything close to it it's literally just someone being sarcastic it's like playing Chandler being on drugs the game. That's it. it... <laughs> ah, terrible game in a lot of ways. It didn't need to be. Ah, oh, dear, 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 dear. Let, let's move up that, though, and, and go to things that are actually nice. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm saying this mildly. Um, playing Call of Duty World War Two. This is the first time I've played Call of Duty since Ghosts, which was not the best time to come back, it seemed. Um yeah, I kind of enjoyed the story so far, but it is painfully, painfully clear that it's exactly the same game that it's always been, yeah, it, mechanically. You know, we were talking about Titanfall 2 earlier and you know how the things it does in its story, and just coming to this and something that's so... A game that doesn't have any leaning, you know... It literally, if you no proper cover, it's like no, you just hide behind here. You, I mean, they even got back to health packs in this game, which as yeah, a, a nod to the the old World War Two games they had, which is nice. But at the same time, it's just 
a wanky mechanic to put in there. Sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, the best mission literally is the one with the least combat. Let's put it that way. Um, because it reminds me very much of... Um, you know, like on your PS1 Medal of Honors, where they had those like infiltration missions where you'd be undercover and you'd show your papers and all that. And that they have a mission like that here, and it's brilliant, and it's quite tense. You know, when you know, get, you're worried about getting found out, and you've got to memorize certain line, you know, certain details about your cover when you're asked questions, and it's just, yeah, it's a really neat moment. And you know, when that mission goes downhill, the minute you get rumbled, that's it. It's just goes to hell. That, that that whole thing comes into a shooting gallery, and it's just you know, not suited for it at all. And yeah, otherwise, some nice spectacle. It really wants to be Band of Brothers badly and but it is literally doing it badly no please don't say that <laughs> not, not a, don't compare it to a gearbox game god damn it neil no band of brothers the the hbo tv series oh that was other, okay yeah never mind continue, yeah, continue. <laughs> i mean not not the brothers in arms wasn't doing that too to be fair but yeah this this has the production values and cutscenes are very nice in that regard but yeah it's just all very predictable there's a couple of decent characters i suppose but most of them are just pretty much like yeah that guy from transformers is in it that isn't one of the main characters in any transformers josh Duhal. and yeah he's he's sure is in it the only um, reason i want to play that game is because of david Tennant. yeah he's only in the zombies mode so yeah and even that's like yeah it's like no joy to it so multiplayer is just basically as i said before there's no getting into it at this point if you haven't already and it's just <laughs> phrasing i think was more the case uh, on that one <laughs> but yeah it's just i don't know it's like it's not a bad thing why would it be you know they've got the money to make it look nice and have its good moments but so I would like to say I have a friend right now who uh, who's been playing COD for like a good strong decade, and like the first week that he played this game, every night he regretted playing it. <laughs> uh, well, is that just because of the server problems that they had this first week? I mean, that my introduction to coming back to online Call of Duty was literally there's an update for this. You've got to restart the game. Okay, done that. Right. Now, choose what class you are. You haven't chosen quick enough. The game has decided to shut down. Fuck off. And that was it. Nah. And so, um, so I was he's, like, ah. he's really pissed off about how um, the... What the hell is that shit called? The, the, the killstreaks work. And it's not even based on killstreaks. It's all based on points. So hmm. instead of actually doing you know killstreaks and getting to certain quantities, whatever, you just do certain things that give you points, which it promotes camping even more. And then once you get those points, you stay in your camp spot and just murder people and get more points and just keep mm -hmm. going and going and going until it's the next game. No, well, that's, that's even worse than it was. The I see what they're doing as well. They're, like we were saying earlier with Titanfall 2, it's trying to copy that dynamic of like rewarding players to do everything. But because Call of Duty is so, so, so focused on glory, you know, on singular glory, there's no point in working as a team. Because it doesn't benefit anyone else. Uh, you, your win-loss ratio doesn't matter as much as your kill-death ratio. And that's where the problem lies. Like I said, Titanfall 2's best feature 
is that it doesn't give you a kill death ratio out in the open it's there if you want to go find it but it doesn't like slap bang it right on the top saying look this is how shit hot this guy is at killing people and it's like it places an emphasis on you know you're this rank because you did all these good things in general right that that destiny 2 is kind of the opposite of that in a way where the uh, gorilla killed death but turned assist into kills so you look like you've done like the best ever yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god look at me i've got a 48.0 kill death ratio and then you look you've actually only killed one person and you've assisted 30 times yeah because and you again, shot this... one bullet you had negative yeah. deaths for that figure that's amazing <laughs> yeah I mean, even on, me. <laughs> even on Titanfall 2, I don't kill a lot of human players, but I still do well enough. You know, that I've got fairly decent average, but it's because I do a bit of everything, and not everyone does, that you can finish top of the pile easily in that without being, like, the top killer if you're doing the objectives properly. And Battlefield used to be like that as well, but again, that because they attracted that crowd they ended up getting those people there that wanting to go for the ego shots and everything became about look about i can snipe people from 10 miles away ah like it's just yeah that bollocks it's like you can have showmanship in games like that but when it becomes the focus it's just like you've made your audience that's it you aren't really going to attract many new people after that and one day that will shoot them in the foot quite literally well, <laughs> um, as soon as you it. said showmanship, that episode of Family Guy appeared in my head. You know Peter was started singing about oh, Shapoopy, Shapoopy, the girl is hot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get started on the Shapoopies. Come on. Um, yeah, carrying on up in trend. I played a bit of Yakuza 0. That was, um, yeah, that, that's good so far. I've not played enough of it to really make a huge impression, but it, it's decent so far. Um, and I finished near Automata. Well, you know, I did the main stories you know, and all that. Um, interesting, yes. Very very interesting game in a lot of ways. I have my small niggles with it, but I'm not going to get into that here because we are going to do a, a special podcast you know, oh. about... Woohoo! And uh, no, I'm not going to be overly negative about it because there is a lot to celebrate about that game. Bring your umbrellas because Gary and I are crazy about that game. Yeah, it's like it's going to get sticky messy mm-hmm. with us it's like you may not have enough umbrellas for that you one. said it not me you're getting in trouble <laughs> <laughs> no, you originated it so. but yeah but show I'm... me the proof show me the proof yeah this is the recording <laughs> stuck now uh, so yeah i won't say much more about it because it's, it's really hard to without going into everything about it and uh there were moments that were you know, good in lots of different ways as well. It's not just about the heartfelt moments or the you know, the subtle moments and stuff like that. There was, there was some good bits of comedy in there. It was just, yeah, it's, there's a lot to go over. And we will. We will go over that as a group. Um, yeah, and I think that covers me. Lots of stuff this week. I couldn't talk about everything. I'm sure I've broken an embargo earlier on talking about something but there you go um <laughs> it's hard to remember when you're doing a bunch of stuff what you are and aren't supposed to be talking about and you're like oh okay yeah no shit i shouldn't mention that that's uh naughty naughty um yeah i think that about covers me naughty so boy. Um, naughty boy. Naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> tim 
What about you? Uh, it's been kind of a, a short list week, mostly. Uh, Origins, which I don't want to talk about because it's boring. Like, not, a, not in a boring sort of, like, bad game way, but boring as in, like, too big, no personality sort of way. Okay. And, like, there's just a ton of stuff to do and, you know, things like that. And, like, uh, and I can see, uh, twisting my own arm to say this, how comparisons could happen with Witcher 3. But it's only on the mathematical end of things. Like, you have a ton of stuff to do and it's very saturated with those things to do. And the world is big and vast and pretty. Generally very pretty. But it lacks that personality. Like you get you get some stuff from cutscenes, not a ton, but like the world. You see people walking around. You see stuff like that. Like they they are just placeholders as opposed to having some sort of relevance in that world. And I feel like Witcher Three has spoiled me in a sense. And I think that the game was ruined for me a little bit when people compared it to Witcher Three, because that's all I'm gonna do now. <laughs> and, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, the combat itself is okay. I mean, I still find myself surrounded by hordes and hordes of dead bodies after combat. But I'm not just mashing circle the whole time. So, it's an improvement in that right. And it does feel like a more arcade uh, For Honor, which is a good thing. Because having that combat more accessible in a big, big open world is palpable. But it just doesn't have that personality. And... I play it for maybe an hour or so, and I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then shortly after that, I go, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, it even gets metaphysical. This is what I'm doing with my life. This is bad. I could be doing something else. I could, yeah, something. This could be anything. Why am I not Play-Doh? Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, little stints of that game I can handle, but any more than that, I just get daunted by how big the area is and how empty it is at the same time, even though it has... It's like, it's like being out in public during Black Friday. You're completely surrounded, but you're all alone. And that's Origins. But the other thing I've been playing, and I'm very yeah. excited about it, is Bayonetta. I've been playing that again. And Ooh. I've wanted to play it for a good like, eight months or so. And I just, uh, I one, haven't gotten the motivation to like go back to PS3 or look at it or whatever. The other thing is that I couldn't find my goddamn controller for the life of me. But I found <laughs> it. I found it last night after messing around on my phone for like four hours, not looking. But I found it, and yeah, I played all night last night, all, all morning, early afternoon here. And I realize why I like the DualShock 4 controller so much when, yeah. having, to, when having to play a Platinum game. Because like you need... <laughs> precision and accuracy and complete you know immediacy with your re with your actions and since so much of the reaction is based on being able to dodge in bayonetta and it's all based on the the right trigger yeah like you have to get that button in before it registers whereas with the ps the, the dualshock 4 you just tap it and that's a registered hit yeah it's it's a whole different world, and it's giving use to a platinum game on top of an old crutch. And yeah. Well, the, the PS3 version wasn't 
a very good port anyway. So I could see why you'd have so many problems with it. Oh, I don't know. I find it perfectly fine, to be honest. It's like I have more concerns with um, the re the remasters of the old Devil May Cries in terms of what they were for because they they were wrong in so many ways. But, uh, but uh, no, I can't say I've had a problem. If I've had a problem with a platinum game, it's because it's not their best ones. And it's like um, yeah, anything. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say anything they did with Activision, really. But yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, or even Anarchy Reigns, which was just fucking awful. Um, like, that was supposed to be, like, their way of doing Streets of Rage in 3D, and it was just all fucking crap. It was just, yeah. Kind of like, it was like a mix between Streets of Rage and Mad World, you know, the Wii game. But it was not as good as either of them. Um, but no, you know, stuff like Vanquish and Bayonetta and that, oh, beauties. Beauties! And Revengeance, of course. I can't forget Revengeance. And it makes me hope more than ever that they do make that that remaster bit of Bayonetta and Vanquished. That yeah. would fit really well in the PS4 library. Even if they want to do like a full price game, throw in Revengeance just for me. Yeah. Why not? I mean, Konami are willing to do it, I'm sure. Just say, hey, yeah, fine. Yeah, they like money and they don't give a shit about the product. <laughs> it's already made. Just give me money again. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my bit. Cool. That's your bit. Um, All the bits. Put them away now. Yeah, put them bits away now. All right. I'll come back in. <laughs> um, Gary, Gary, what about you? Me? Um, on PlayStation, I haven't really played much of anything. <laughs> um, I've gone back to uh, Battle Chasers Night Lore. Uh, because I was hoping the new patch would fix the problems I'm having, yeah. and it didn't, so I can't complete like the last five side quests in the game um, because they just won't activate for me, and it's, it's very infuriating. But yeah, mm -hmm. on PlayStation, that, that's literally all I've played. So wow. all my time has gone to Mario. Okay. I think your list is short than Ben's this week. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Ben? <laughs> is it shorter than yours? Not really. Well, about the same, I guess. Yeah. I've played Smite because of the new adventure mode that launched on Friday. Yeah. And Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, so you have one more game. There you go. <laughs> Yay! You're right forgetting default. something. What's that? That really awful good game. That, that has Sonic Forces. Bubsy. Yeah, but I beat it. I beat it in 45 minutes. So That's I didn't have to play it this wasted. week. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have to play it this week. I did it last week. Oh, JK. JFK. <laughs> <laughs> I literally booted it up this week so I could remember how many levels there were in the game because I couldn't remember because <laughs> of how fast I beat it. <laughs> Time flies when you're playing. Ah, spoilers. If you want to skip to the end of level... The end of world two, the password is Sonic. <laughs> we want one of the other levels. I forgot which one it is. The password is Mario. Oh man, that's painful. Just... <laughs> it's oh. near the end of the game, by the way, Mario. And if you if you want to skip to the final level, well, I've already said it. Yeah, you um don't put your credit card details in, and you don't buy it. Yeah. Or you can just tape final. 
<laughs> nah, it's the password. <laughs> just no. Just no. Let us get to the final boss in the game. Which, you know, if it's as short as you say, what's the point in skipping it? <laughs> so, but, uh, well, to be fair, the first, second and third boss are exactly the same boss, so you skip to the final boss, it'll be like playing the whole game just even faster. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, cool. yeah. Yeah. So that was a... Bubsy, don't buy it. Ah, there you go. But the problem is, I, I hate to say don't buy it because the game had charm and if they'd given it time sorry ben i don't believe you you just said bubsy and charm without <laughs> bubsy, without adding in the middle is devoid of any and all charm no but i'm talking about the actual like the background and oh yeah, yeah stuff no, like that's that if some of the graphics look not bubsy himself doesn't look like but some of the yeah like the backgrounds and scenery does look average <laughs> wow, <laughs> uh, that that is a pity reach around if I've ever heard one. I want to say decent, but that's a bit too much. Average, average, average is can be decent, I suppose. Um, well, every decent is average. Every decent is average. Everything you do is magic. Is that? <laughs> so yeah, don't buy it. Don't buy it. There you go. Buy something else. Buy a jawbreaker. That'll last longer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, all these... And it'll be less annoying. <laughs> uh, right. So, yeah, that concludes that section of this podcast. Um, I think we're done, ladies and gents. It's, uh... Uh, I'm also playing Sonic, Man Sonic Mania right now just because you talked about Sonic. Just yeah. Now. Just now. We live. The of the moment. <laughs> We're live, live, live. Oh, no, no. <laughs> On the Saturday night. Oh, that's a thing. I forgot. Saturday nights. All right. Tonight. Saturday nights. All right for fighting. I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel like chicken every night. Mostly because I'm a scaredy cat. Ah, dear. Okay, so shouty outies. Um, ben, a shout perfume. to a shout to uh, Evolve Mail, aka King Girlfriend, favorite streamer at twitch.tv slash Evolve Shout to Klaus <laughs> Nightbringer at Phoenix Down Radio, and um, shout to uh, Maelstrom Radio. A shout out to uh, the Crucible. Go check them out. A shout out to everyone on Twitter. Go feet. Tweets. So just, just to clarify, <laughs> when you say the Crucible, are you talking about Destiny or like the snooker? <laughs> no, it's a Final Fantasy XIV publication. Ah, oh, right, okay. Do they do either of those things? <laughs> they should. That'd be amazing. The Crumble. Uh, shout out to Twitter, because why not? Why not? <laughs> really? I, I mean, they would probably be the last people I'd shout out right now. Um, yeah, and a shout out to my own tip provider. You suck. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it says I'm not online right now, and I can't access anything online. Well, but somehow I, I'm, I'm still on Skype. Yeah, I'm also hosting a Skype call with no sign of Skype being on on my laptop. So <laughs> it, 
Could be interesting. I really hope that Tim's recorded this, otherwise it's just going to be weird. Sorry, who's your provider then? Uh, Talk Talk. Oh, mine's Virgin. So there you go. Oh, gross. Gross. I've heard so many bad things about that coverage. Which one? Talk Talk or Virgin? Virgin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just I could get into that, but that's a whole other thing. Um, that's they wouldn't be virgins then. I'm gonna go cry. That's what I said. Also, <laughs> <laughs> this took another turn. At least we have this from recording. Well, you're right at the end. It's perfect. It makes sense. Oh God! Another phrasing. Do you guys do phrasing? Yeah, Timbo, the badass elephant. What about Don't... you? Oh no! <laughs> Taking a bad turns. <laughs> well, we were talking about platform heroes that no one knows about or cares about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that platforming game that had an elephant in. That game is amazing. Don't that's, a perf- that's a perfect name for Tim, I think. <laughs> I've forgotten the name of the elephant now, but... What, Tembo? Oh, that was a Tembo. <laughs> I thought, for some reason, I was thinking Timpo. Just so you know, that game was made by the same guys who make all the Pokemon games. On the DS. Pikachu? <laughs> Me and Mike Tess? <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> Equal. At least, as long as you're equal opportunity, I can totally respect yeah. your diligence. Yeah, as long as you all hate us equally, it's fine. Yeah, dead you're air. A, you're yeah. a moral pillar, Gary. Yeah. Oh, not, Gary, about, he doesn't just take video games. Um, so, yeah, you did all your shout-outs, Ben, and somehow we got lost along the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary, what about you? You've got some things to say. I hate everything. <laughs> uh, but I thought you wanted to say news. <laughs> what? I love you too, guys. Um, yes. No, shout out to uh, you guys for always having me on. It's always fun. Um, just fans, listeners. Same old, same old. Yeah, definitely a big shout out to that. You know, as, as Ben said at the beginning about the uh, numbers being up inexplicably. Uh, uh, <laughs> It's great to see. Um, Tim. I'd like to shout out one Gary because he deals with our bullshit all the time and making fun of him. You're a champ and a pillar of morality and we love you like a billion. If this is a different Gary, I hate you twice now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I take... I, I, oh, my first, sorry. Right. I thought you were talking about Gary Kasparov. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live hey, next to him. He's... Funny story, that's who I was named after. Is it? Oh, wow. That's brilliant. Yeah, oh, my, my, my dad is really good friends with him to this day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, if we're playing good? this card, if yeah. we're playing this card, I got one. I don't know if I've told anybody this one, but my name comes from uh, Tim O'Brien, the writer. Well, no one knows who that writer is. You're not famous. I'll put it this way. My middle, my, if you want to know who I'm named after, my middle name is Simon. Uh, from that. What? Well, add it to my. Well, no, add it to my first name. America's Got Talent. Neil. Yeah. Neil. (laughs) Neil. It's fine. Oh. Yeah. I see it now. I see it now. I'm I'm not named after any famous people. What about Chili? 
That's just because big... someone couldn't say my second name right when I moved to North, you, you know, to Scarborough. He's so saucy. So saucy. No, they, just every time they tried to say my name, Shillabeer, they kept saying Chillabeer. So I would just I mean, I would, but I wouldn't call you that. Yeah, so it ended up being chilly because people couldn't be bothered to say it anymore. Wow. I was wondering where that came from. Now I've learned something. We, we are learning things today. This is good. That's I like cool. that. The more you know. So <laughs> the Ray goes. shoots across the sky. <laughs> Gary's named after a chess player. I'm named after half of Simon and Garfunkel. Tim is just named after a writer. And Ben is just got Because novelists are lazy. <laughs> Ben is so good that he's named after himself. <laughs> and and just a writer, Neil, go to hell. Just a writer. Just a, just a writer. You read the things they carried and tell me he's just a writer, dick. <laughs> anyway, I'd also like to shout out uh, David Hayter for liking my liking the fourth of my posts. Like that's he's liked four of my posts now in my lifetime and wow. It's an achievement at this point. Uh, and then I'd like to shout out to Yoshi P for in, uh, actually, you know, writing stuff in my interview. Thank you. Yeah, no, you ruined my, my shout out, so I was going to shout you out for that. So. Oh, thank you. Oh, so, yeah, there you go. Shout out to Ben for his wonderful interview with Yoshida uh, um, for Final Fantasy fourteen, which is on PS2.com right now. And if you're quick, it's probably still on the banner. So, yes. It's, it's very good. Got some big answers and very popular, that one. Yeah. So, it, yeah. it blew up on Reddit, like 400 posts. Yeah, you've done, you've done very well, Ben. In, yeah. a week, in a week, mired in gaming news shite, that was a lovely little beacon of light. Just don't go to GameFAQs, because everyone there hates it. Of course, because they're game GameFAQs. GameFAQs everything. <laughs> Frequently asked questions there are literally, why do I still like video games? And the answer is always, I don't know. It's just uh, <laughs> pain. I like the pain. <laughs> this would be a song. It sounds like a song. I don't know. It, it sounds like it really eat my song. Let's oh. give it to My Chemical Romance. It'd be fine. <laughs> I'm not okay. I promise. Um, <laughs> Again, these sound like the lyrics to the song. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just waiting for Gary uh, to say he hates us again. Sometimes I get the feeling she's watching over me. <laughs> one, one day I'll just appear behind you as you turn around. It'll be amazing. Oh my god, I would not be able to... I think we've written the yeah, call. That would be awful, because you're like directly in the line of fire, and I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> we just need to finish it. Oh, that oh, oh no, it's already done. <laughs> Already done. I, I think that's us done, you know. <laughs> that's an end. The end all end. Shout out to the bad commentary that you guys are dealing with. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, we're sorry we didn't get around to what we planned to do this week, which we were going to do a streamy thing, but I think we had to, a bit of schedule. Horrible. I would have. God knows what we do without thinking what we're talking about. <laughs> it's no, oh, I don't know. I think we figured that out 190 sometimes <laughs> I mean, already. Yeah, I can say, I think we're, we're professionals at that. Yeah, I mean, but no filter would probably be come up when we're, you know, doing, playing a game. You're not even thinking half the time what you're saying. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to go all PewDiePie or anything. Just start being 
absolute arseholes. But oh, no. If I ever get to that point, I'm just jumping off the roof. You're not. It's not that high though, is it? My house. Like, just if I jumped off my roof, it'd just be like. I'm in a basement flat, so it's not exactly going to take much. It's not going to hurt much. I mean, even here, if I jumped off mine, it's not that bad. It's like, I have, have three to... stories. It's too slopey here. I think that's a problem. Yeah, if I fell off three stories, I'd feel it. That's what had happened. I've got a tree. I suppose I could climb the tree and jump off that. Video games! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, don't, just don't be people like that, basically. If you are, then fuck off. That's pretty much the way of it, I think, at this point. Yeah. Cool. Unchained. We'll be back next week. Episode 183. <laughs> no one's stopping us now. Um, yeah. See you then. Tatty bye.